When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. down conversion. Meyer looking to throw. Fires deep down the left side for Blythe and he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown Todd Blythe. His fourth of the day. Unbelievable. Homecoming week. Oklahoma State. Big time sellout. Jack Trice. Todd, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, man. It's a big week. Let's do an official uh, tip off here. So Cyclone fans, welcome. Mario Blythe podcast coming off of uh, a dominating, uh, easy, very um, stress-free victory at K-State. I'm your host, Brett Meyer, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Todd Blythe. Todd, where are you? Uh, where are you right now? I am in a hotel in the middle of North Dakota. I'm in Biz- lovely Bismarck, North Dakota right now. So the audio is, uh, isn't up to our usual standards. That's because I forgot my mic. So I'm just doing this on headphones. Hope I sound all right. Um, but yeah, man, happy to be back on the pod. Talk a little, uh, K-State, uh, be down and then get into homecoming a little bit. Shocker. You're not prepared for something. Okay. It's too Bismarck, early to start now. Uh, Bismarck. I actually covered, I covered Bismarck and there was, I went up there like in December one year and it was a huge snow. And I actually, the only car left was like a Toyota Corolla, which is awesome. <laughs> of course, I absolutely got stuck pulling into the hotel, but there's, you know, of course there's a shovel in the back and like three people stopped to help me. So good people. There's nice people Bismarck. up there. Yeah. People Bismarck. Seems like a very uh, blue collar town. I'll put it that way. Hey, it's North Dakota, man. You got a shields and you got a lot of trucks. That's about it's it. It's got a, it's got a real Fort Dodge vibe to it. Port Dodge, really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Port Dodge is a little more, I'd say we'll call it urban than maybe um, Bismarck. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on K-State last week? Obviously, we both watched the game. It was, uh, as you said, a very comfy, stress-free win. Um, what did you think? What did you think of the quarterback to lead things off? I mean, I think we got to start with Brees, man. Almost 200 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, Brock was. It's <laughs> a good point. Was, I mean, yeah, I mean he Brees, was, did, Brees did lead off the game. First play the, of the game. And it was like textbook, man. It, there was, I just watched some, some kind of cut up some clips of it. And we blocked that thing like to a T perfect. Yep. It was beautiful to watch. And, you know, Brock's 22 of 25, like 
208 yards as efficient as you can possibly be. I mean, 22 to 25, um, that's pretty dang good. So, and that, I mean, look, you want to be, you want to be complimentary and you want to be balanced, right? So if you can, especially with the way we play, the way, you know, anybody basically who doesn't run the spread and just throw it 60 times a game wants to be balanced. And that's kind of what we needed to do. And it starts with having a running game and, you know, then you can kind of do what you want, right? You can kind of use the passing game to open up the running game. And it's just, it's just compliments. And, you know, even special teams wise, um, you know, my man Mebus was just money. MVP. MVP. Just uh, a lot of those kicks are good because, you know, if you stop somebody, you get off the field on third down, that is a, it's momentum potentially for the defense. And uh, I think he made multiple 40 plus yarders and kind of stress-free, right? It was uh, 44 and a 41 yarder and one at the end of the first half. That's always great to go in. And, you know, we started both the first and second half with, uh, with scoring drives, right? Eight, 93 yards. That was probably the drive of the year, the 18 play. That was unbelievable. Yep. 10 minutes off the, off the clock. And we got Sean Shaw involved. Oh, love to see that. Been That's your guy. Been pining right? for Sean Shaw to make uh, make a bigger impact for the last couple of years. Yeah. So anytime he gets involved, I'm happy. Yeah, and we um we made a change at left tackle. Uh, I didn't even notice it going into the game. The announcer, I didn't even think the announcers mentioned it, but uh, the um, Foster was benched. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and there's a kid from. Um, the kid that played from Ohio I should know his name, but um, he's a sophomore. But anyway, seemed to have done a good job. Well, I think that, <laughs> I mean, who knows if that was like the difference, but obviously, you know, clearly there was, you know, Foster wasn't cutting it on film and coaches saw that and made a change. And, you know, he's a six, a six year senior and that's been around for a long time. So it's a uh, yep. tough, tough pill for him to swallow, but it sounds like he handled it well. And, his team first. And I would almost guarantee at some point he's going to be back in the rotation at, you know, injuries or whatever the case may be. So hopefully he stays uh-huh. engaged and, but yeah, I mean, going into to Oklahoma state off a big win at Texas. And that's the one thing where it's a big emotional win for them back-to-back road games where we kind of had like a stress-free, you know, basically controlled the game. And hopefully that, that, that gives us a little bit more of an advantage coming in Saturday. I mean, Oklahoma state's a great team, eighth in the country undefeated and really haven't been, you know, beat Baylor by 10 on the road. Obviously one's at Texas on the road when it stayed on the road. So they've, you know, they played well at home and on the road and it's going to be a challenge, you know, it's a Mike Gundy team and they actually, they had a really good defense and they, they always seem to have two or three guys that are just kind of like, you know, why are you here? Kind of a thing. And they end up uh-huh. playing the NFL for a long time and I always have a quarterback. I always have a running back. I always have a receiver. I mean, that's just kind of yep. like Gundy's is, um, he's very talented and just has an eye for those type of players. And yeah, I'm looking at their schedule right now. I mean, all their games have been pretty close. I mean, Missouri state was 23, 16, Tulsa, 28, 23, Boise state was a one point win, 21, 20 K state was their biggest win 31, 20. And then, 24-14 to Baylor and 32-24 to Texas. So while they're not blowing anybody out, again, they're undefeated. They're ranked eighth in the nation. And if nothing else, this shows you that they are, they're perfectly happy and comfortable playing a, a tight ball game in the fourth quarter. They're one of those teams that if they can hang around there so far this year, they've found a way to win in the fourth quarter. So, um, which is very, 
you know, Matt Campbell-esque type of football. Uh, he's never going to really blow anybody out. Even last week, it, you know, the score didn't look crazy, even though the, the game really felt, you know, in hand and, and like we really dominated throughout. Um, so they, these teams might be very similar. They got a really good running back. Um, they got a quarterback who obviously I think Brock Purdy is quite a bit better than, uh, than theirs, but you know, he doesn't, he's not going to turn the ball over a whole lot. He's not going to put up crazy numbers, uh, but as long as he takes care of the ball and, and turns around and hands it off to their good running back and then let their defense uh, do what they do. So they're, they're going to be a tough team. Obviously that's their top 10 team for a reason right now. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I mean, it's clear. They're a good football team. We're going to have to play really well, and um, our crowd's going to be lathered up. It's going to be homecoming, and it'll be a sellout, and they're going to be rocking our vintage gear, which I actually bought me a sweatshirt today of our old uh, oh, Sai, the Anger Sai, which is, uh, um, so I, I was in, I was working in Des Moines and drove back, and I just stopped in Ames because I'd actually bought the stuff and meant to ship it to my house, but somehow I did I don't know what happened. I did, I did uh, curbside pickups. So I'm like, well, might as well stop. And get it. <laughs> so I got, I, I did you live in shipping and paid for shipping and everything. And then it just said, got the email. It's like curbside pickup. I'm like, well, I'm going to drive through Ames. So I'd buy oh, it. So pop through campus and um, walk to the old Memorial union. I actually didn't spend a lot of time there in college, but um, there definitely has been an upgrade to the food selection and it does look a little, kind of similar, but once they shut down, once they took Chick-fil-A out of there, then what was the point? I know, it wasn't, yeah, that was like ahead of its time. Now, they would <laughs> really take Chick-fil-A out. But, um, yeah, it's just there's a ton of um, the old Iowa State logo that we played with. I didn't realize, I guess when Matt came here, kind of when they changed the logo. And, yeah, it was um, the the girl behind I asked her if they're selling a lot. And she's like, yeah, we, we sold out in one day. There was a line out the door when we opened to get it. I love that. <laughs> just because, you know, it's – you said you heard some uh, some young like college there was kids two girls in there and it says vintage on there but she's like I, you know they're talking and that's kind of the thing right throwback shirts and you see all the oh that kind of hurts and, the, <laughs> the stuff I mean, we yeah. wore is now the throwback I know. it's like oh this is vintage this is vintage that's right. but, we're old man I know but anyway back to the game homecoming and it's going to be a, it'll be a great crowd and um are you going uh no we're not going I don't we don't need to get into to why. Um, well, you know, we have plans. We don't need to talk about what my plans are on Saturday. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to pumpkin my patch lovely or wife, What are you doing? My lovely wife, whom I love, has scheduled uh, family pictures to be done earlier that day. Um, so, uh, you know, did what I could to get out of those. Obviously, they got shut down real quick. Um, so we're doing that in the morning and then coming back to watch the game uh, later. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my Saturday. More importantly, what are we wearing for family pictures? Um, I don't know. I was supposed to get something. She had the like color scheme picked out. I was supposed to get something probably a week ago or so. Uh, obviously, I'm in Bismarck right now, but she texted me. He's like, hey, did you ever get a shirt for pictures? I mean, of course, of course I had forgotten. I hadn't even thought about it since she first brought it up, you know, a week or so ago. So I got to run out tomorrow when I get back to, uh, back to Iowa. I'll run out and find something. I don't know. We're find looking for cute. Something. Find well, yeah, cute. exactly. Find a, find a cute top for, for family pictures. Just looking yeah, for we, something uh, natural color, like cream, a cream colored, if you will. So yeah, it'd look great with your pale ass <laughs> skin, but anyway, okay. the, uh, we did, we did family pictures a couple weeks ago and same thing. Just guy, just like you're, you're in, we, we share a closet, just pick something out. And she, of course exactly. we, we, uh, we look, we look great. Can we, uh, 
can we dive into the the Twitter logo debate that's been going around? How are, what, uh, what are you everybody's been throwing out their opinions? Um, okay, first off, let me lead off with this. When we played, I didn't necessarily love uh, our logo at the time, which is obviously the sign the tornado, the vintage stuff that they got coming out right now. I thought it was a little bit busy on the side of the helmet, the cartoon bird. Now, I still don't know if I love it, but it's just such a, I don't know, like the shit that was our logo, so I like it. Um, so I'll always like it because of that. But everyone keeps saying the walking sigh is the number one logo of all time. No. I could not feel stronger about the fact that that is not the best side logo of all time. Chris Williams came out and said that on Twitter today. That, that was the best logo. And so I had to quote tweet him and just tell him that I, I quit um, cycle fanatic, which, you know, we do this for free. So I don't know what that means if I quit, but uh, no, you don't get I, paid. I get checks every week. <laughs> hold on. What? <laughs> what? What the hell, Chris? No, we, we get, uh, we get thrown a little booze from our boys at Mississippi river distilling company, but that's about it. But uh, no, the walking size is, is not the number one logo of all time. Your thoughts discuss. I got I, I, I need to get the logos in front of me. I do think that the walking side is a great logo. I don't know if it's best of all time. I I'm kind of, I don't know where I stand on our current logo. Did you mute your microphone? Yeah, I'm still on mute. Sorry. Our yeah. current logo, uh, our current logo looks like we just copied the Idaho Vandals, um, which I'm not sure if that's really what we did, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, I, I don't hate it because it's simple. It's brand recognition. I think you see it anywhere in the country. You know what it is, but it's a little blah. Um, I would like to incorporate some sort of, you know, cyclone or tornado in there or some form of, of sigh. I like the sigh. The, everyone's calling it sign a blender or what I, I like. I've heard it called the whirly bird. Uh, I like that where you take out the Iowa state or the ISU and it's just the bird into the, into the cyclone. I like that one. Okay. Um, my favorite logo of all time is like the script ISU with the star above the eye from, I think, I don't know. I think it was the seventies when they had those in the helmets. Um, shoot. There's a lot to choose from. We're not like university of Iowa who's had one logo, basically their entire uh, existence, but I think I don't like Iowa's logo. No, it's. I think it's terrible. But the fact that they've only had one is uh, commendable. I feel like Hayden Fry made that logo. It wasn't like they've always had it. Maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Not yeah. a, not an Iowa historian here, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the. Yeah, I was. I can see. That. I'm, okay, I'm people just, listening can't see Brett's face, but he is concentrating right now. I'm looking at the logo. I'm trying to find like our logos. logos. <laughs> to see if I could uh, rank them. But yeah, that's, that would be an interesting exercise because we definitely have kind of been all over the place, but yeah, the bugle on the helmet a couple of years ago against Texas was stupid. Bugle. Glad that only lasted one game. Yeah. And we played terrible and Jacob park just like left after that. So, it was, <laughs> which was, you know, that was okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I would be all for a, um, the vintage logo throwback game that we should go Navy blue. There's been a lot of hate out there about the blue too. The fact no. that Mac incorporated blue into the logo. Who cares? Do what you want. Yeah, I love it. We're wearing all black. You need black and gray. You used to have the time. We stole those from Iowa. So that's fine. Just kidding. <laughs> Apparently they, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with the angry bird here. It's, it, that's a, I don't know if, if he's talking about logo or mascot, but there's actually a logo I'm looking at right now. It's got, it's got ISU and it's got kind of like a patch look to it. 
at the ISU kind of diagonal with old school. That one's nice, but um, yeah, we got We'd have to have visuals for people. This is probably bad radio talking about logos and they can't see anything, but um, just know that anyone that doesn't like the uh, mid nineties to mid two thousands um, bird that all the venture stuff that is out uh, right now that kind of sparked all this conversation. If you don't like that, then I don't like you. That's, that's 100%. just, that's where I stand at this point. I bought a, I bought one of the red crew neck sweaters and bought Karina one. And then, um, I got a couple of t-shirts just to have them. So good purchase. Glad I got them. You Absolutely. sent me the link. I don't know where you saw it, but, uh, thanks for sending that over, but yeah, yeah homecoming Oklahoma state. I'm, I, I feel good about it. I think we, everything, I mean, our defense is third in the country right now, giving up four less than four and a half yards per play. I'm giving up 10 TDs. George has given up four TDs all year. <laughs> Just, and they've played one more game. Is that any good? Yeah. Um, I mean, wow. Oklahoma State's running back, that Jalen Warren kid, has four straight games over 100 yards. He's a really good player, but he hasn't seen a defense like ours yet. Uh, and, and I just, I'm, no matter what happens in any game, I'm never going to go into the, the next game or, or any game later this season and not feel confident that our defense can go in there and, and take care of business on their side of the ball. It's 100%. always, for me, it's always going to be a fact of if special teams going to kill us or can we just tread water on special teams? And then if we don't turn the ball over, I feel great about it. Um, so defense is always going to be a, a huge strength for us. And, and like I said, I'm always confident about that. Uh, it's just special teams, please don't kill us. And, and um, as long as Purdy doesn't, you know, make any crazy decisions and, and throw the ball around uh, to the wrong team, we're going to be just fine. Yeah. I think he's, he's shown us, you know, He's looked really good. You call it Brocktober for a reason. He gets better. Exactly. Goes on, he he so. really has looked really good. Yep. His numbers maybe don't show it, but he's been extremely efficient and just, uh, uh, and just, you know, getting the ball out quickly and on time and, and in good spots for his receivers. That throw to Sean Shaw in the corner of the end zone um, where it was throw. basically Shaw or nobody. Yeah. Fantastic throw. Great catch too. It's good to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Any other story? How about this, uh, this Washington state coach? Just <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, Think about the players, how, how like just. So give me, give me your thoughts on this. So for people that don't know, that's uh it's, how do you say Rolovich? Um, I think is, uh, is their head coach at Washington state. They're yeah, four football team. They had a good win at Stanford last week. They're, they're a pretty good football team. They're playing good ball right now. He, uh, so they have a mandate in their state and at their university that, um, you know, employees have to be vaccinated. He's refused to get vaccinated, and so they fired him. After a big win, a big conference win against Stanford, uh, they canned him. Um, Brett, you and I talked a little bit about this earlier today. We just happened to be on the phone, and it came up in conversation. What? Uh, give me your thoughts. What do you think? I'm a little bit – I mean, the whole, <laughs> like, vaccine mandate thing is – I go back and forth on it. It's tough, really oh, tough. For like, no, no, no. I'm just going to say, like, if – I'll say this. I am a hundred percent in the camp of this Rolovich is an idiot. And the reason why is because you're the most important person for that university, right? Like who at a public university like that power five school, who's more important than a football coach? Like, honestly, in terms of maybe for you, (laughs) but honestly, just think about everyone should have seen Brett's face right there. There's a little bit of a, of surprise and shock when I said that, but no, nah, I get it. But anyway, I mean, think about how many, like number one, the players that you recruited 
the messaging, I mean, every coach kind of has the same messaging, right? Like team, all the we before me and culture, culture buying culture. in and sacrifice. And like, I guarantee you they probably would come to your office and give you a shot. It might get the J and J. It takes like nine seconds. <laughs> Just yeah. do it. And all this goes away. The distraction goes away. You're not going to lose your job. Players aren't going to have to go through a coaching change. Cause like they've been a decent football team. They're not firing their coach for a 500 season at Washington state. No, because that's the thing that really probably, and I understand he's, you know, I don't want to say he's trying, but he's citing the r- religious exemption based on his Catholic faith, which, you know, I, I can understand that. But at the same time, it's like the Pope even came out and like had directions like, you know, Catholics, if you want to get a vaccine, get a vaccine. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, so- just, just in our line of work with, with what we do in hospitals every day, uh, there's a lot of um, Catholic, you know, hospitals and, and Catholic entities that run hospitals and they all have mandates. So, mm-hmm. so to, to claim that as the exemption, that's. Yeah. That's and it, like there's him. been, this guy's, I, I would say that he has had some issues, like when the kind of the George Floyd protests and everything was going on last summer, there was a, a black player that was involved, nothing like out of the ordinary. He wasn't like, you know, vandalized, just like wanted to be involved. And yeah, there's Using literally a tape conversation a yeah. with him, like threatening the kid saying, if you're involved in this, you're going to like just ridiculous stuff like that. So I I'm a hundred percent like just it's, it's, it's unfortunate, obviously for the players, for all the coaches that signed up and came into work coaches, families, like when a head coach gets fired, we we've been in the building when that happens. So many people are affected by that. So for him and, you know, a couple of assistants, I think it's unbelievably selfish. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. Just get the shot, move on. Like literally every other coach in the country has gotten it. Every Agreed. coach in the SEC, every coach in the Big 12, Big 10, everybody's done it. Obviously, every coach in the Pac-12, just do just do, just get the shot. Like maybe, And maybe it's a thing where he doesn't want to coach anymore. I don't know. You're getting paid $3 million a year to coach college football. I just don't think it's that hard. I'm going to say one thing that can be construed as being political, and then I'm going to get away from politics real quick. So anyone that says, like, obviously there seems to be one side of the aisle that's more so against the uh, – against the vaccine than the other every single former president every single sitting governor everyone in congress everyone's got the shot and everyone that's, that's who works I'm, for fox news yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah no they had to get it they had a mandate yeah, so that's where it. i'm gonna stop okay now that being said you and i talked about this and, and i got a little fired up because uh, on a moral ethical level and just being you know just a smart person with what's going on get the shot. I'm vaccinated. I got as, as early as I could. Everyone in my family did. Now, that being said, I don't like the idea of forcing someone to get a shot in order to earn a living. That's where, that's where I have a, a hard time with mandates. Um, so I hope people don't consider this a political thing because this has nothing to do with politics. Like you guys don't even know how I vote. So whatever. But well, all I'm saying is where I believe in the vaccine and I think you, you should get it. And if you don't, you're an idiot. I don't like making people get it. And I don't like firing people that don't get it. Um, that's, that's the one, the one little issue I have with this, uh, with this whole scenario at Washington state. Yeah. I, I think it, for me, there's, I, I can agree with what you're saying, but I do think there's context to it in terms of like, if you're a nurse who, you know, was literally tasked with like taking care of people and saving people's lives and treating people with the vaccine and, you know, you can demonstrate that you have antibodies with a antigen test or whatever it is that should hold some weight and, and 
I don't think we should be firing healthcare workers, but at the same time, I can understand that this virus is kind of has its way with compromised individuals and you're around them a lot. So that's a little bit more complicated, but if you're somebody like say Kyrie Irving making $30 million a oh year to hoop, like he's all over the place. I, don't, I think he's, just if he doesn't him. play this year, he still gets $17 million. Yeah. I mean, whatever that, he's, that's yeah, a guaranteed he, portion of his contract. He's, he's an idiot. So, but I, I, I would disagree with you and think that and say that, you know, you've been, you're making $3 million a year. There's literally hundreds of and hundreds of people and probably even more and millions and millions of dollars that rely on the football program. You're brought here to be the leader. Everyone else is bought in. Like, why can't you? I think it's no, extremely hey, selfish. Same page. It is selfish. He should yeah. get it. It should be a, everybody's personal decision should be to get it is where I stand. I still don't like people being made to do it in order to earn a living and keep yeah. their job. Yeah. Anyway, I think it, we, yeah. we can, we can get all that. So we got idiot coaches everywhere though. Do we want to talk at Ogeron down in LSU? I think he just got to the point where he's like, I won my national championship. I, he's just ready to ride off. I got my $18 million buyout. I'm going to be a, a, a legend in Louisiana, regardless of, yep. you know, so let's just, you know, I mean, he literally, he's smarter than he's smart enough to know what he was doing. was going to get him fired. Yeah. Like I'm sure everyone him. knows what's going on, but give us a little, uh, give us a little background. Well, basically he got, I mean, he got divorced and then he won a national title gets divorced and then was bringing around went, like girlfriends decided to go crazy. Had like his girlfriends he was dating or bringing around just women, their kids running drills and stuff and just all over the place basically. And yeah, it sounded know. like pictures being taken of him with, uh, with girls in his bed that look like they're in college themselves. He, he was, he was at a gas station and was like, oh, saw this, this. <laughs> saw this, yeah, this lady who was attractive and was like in workout clothes. And he was like, you, you look like you work out. And she's like, yeah, I'm pregnant and married. He's like, what's that got to do with anything? Kind of, you know, paraphrasing, but happened to be like the wife of like a, you know, like a high uh, level official, yeah, high level administrator LSU. at LSU, <laughs> which, you know, if, if they were, you know, six and oh, and number two in the country, I'm sure it wouldn't matter, but they're not. So that exactly. was, uh, this is very, <laughs> of all uh, the people, very reminiscent of Gene Chizik, not, not cause Gene Chizik did this kind of stuff at all. Um, but just the fact that won a national title, went undefeated, had, I mean, arguably one of the best college football teams to ever lace them up. And then two years later, um, they're just a bad football team. Although they did beat Florida this past week, but a bad football team and they're running the coach out of town. Yeah, that's, I, mean, I mean, that's crazy how quickly you could fall. You know, Auburn went winless in the SEC that year. So that you get fired at like Mandy for doing that. So yeah, th th I think Auburn's fall was was uh, much more drastic. And, and that's just, I think it all literally is a testament to how good Cam Newton was because he yeah, took exactly. a very average roster where literally not a single player played in the NFL off of that team. I don't know that in the next at least year or two, maybe some of the younger guys by the time they were done. But I mean, I still think his Cam's year was probably the best college football season ever. <laughs> when you look yeah, at everything, he, he, was, he was a man that roster, boys. you know, and, and that coaching staff and yeah, it was uh that, that was pretty, pretty remarkable, but yeah, it's unfortunate again for players, but it's the sec and they turn through coaches and it's going to be, you know, at USC's open LSU's open Washington state, which they're obviously different. It's coaches. crazy with all those, um, that, I mean, I, Matt Campbell has already committed to coach all of those teams so far, yeah, I've heard so, that, yeah. which is, which yeah, is really Stuart impressive. Broke him, that story, to, yeah. Yeah. To, to be able to coach all of those teams. That's very impressive. Yeah. He's, uh, so, He's got a sweet agent just locking in deals. 
Exactly. He's, he's already committed to coach the, uh, the Raiders next year, I believe. Um, just yeah. any, any open job, Matt Campbell has already, already committed to it. So no, we're, uh, we're pretty lucky that of, of who's coaching our team, um, with, uh, with coach Campbell. And then obviously that he's not uh, a shithead, like some of these coaches uh, at other places around the country. Uh, we're pretty blessed as Cyclone fans. I would have to agree. So, all right, you got anything else? I'll let you get back to your, uh, your, where you, what hotel are you? Are you at the courtyard? I am at the courtyard. You know yeah. me, I'm, Mar- I'm a Marriott points guy. So then there's not, there's pretty slim pickings for nice hotels. In you usually got like a residence in or a courtyard and that's about it. So, yep, they do. They have both those here. They share a parking lot. Uh, it's similar setup to like when I go to Sioux Falls, this, this it has a Sioux Falls vibe to it. It's as basically well. you and a bunch of construction workers when you go to some of those rural sites. Yeah. There's a lot of trucks, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of trucks. Um, no, but it's good. Everybody is super nice up in Fargo. I will say that. And, uh, I thought about bringing the sticks up this week and trying to, trying to squeak in some, uh, fit in some golf. There's a really, really nice course up here. Forgot that, uh, anytime you go North of like twin cities where you're at, I mean, it's like 40 degrees, 25 mile an hour winds, uh, all day up here. Like it would have just been miserable to try and play. Now, would I have done it? Of course. Um, but, but I didn't bring the sticks this time. So I'll have to wait till spring to, to launch it out here. But yeah, it's, you get up to like Duluth, which is two hours North and it's a different climate. hundred yeah. percent. Now they got yeah. the big, obviously lakes there, but, uh, yeah, man, big one this week. I think, uh, we win. We'll, obviously be ranked again and, and kind of right back in the thick of things. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Two thirty Saturday homecoming. Jack Trice is going to be rocking. Um, I, I think we win. I, I like our chances. I think the momentum's in the right direction. They're coming off a, an emotional road game, physical, all the above ton of energy. And we're coming off kind of just uh, like I said earlier, kind of an, I'm going to say an easy win. No wins easy, but it was stress-free and um, pretty comfy. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I think that plays a role on Saturday. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with everything you just said, which pains me to say. But uh, homecoming, obviously, Jack tries to be rocking a really good football team coming to town. Um, we're the two thirty game on I think Fox Sports, so that uh, you know we'll have, we're in a great window for for national audience. Again, we're unranked. We're playing an undefeated number eight team, and we're a seven point favorite. Uh, so that tells you what people think of our our program. Obviously, we had a couple stumbles early on. Um, but we get into October and and our team, we turn into a different beast. Obviously our, our quarterback is playing super well right now. Still think we have the best running back in the nation and our defense uh, is lights out. So yeah, should be a, a great game to watch. Excited to, to be celebrating a win by the evening. Um, you know, have our, our family pictures all wrapped up before the game gets started. Uh, so it, it should be a great Saturday. So I'm, yeah, I'm fired up for it. 100%. All right, Todd, go Cyclones. Go state. Sorry, title line. Sorry, girls. Oh, wait. We're not supposed to say that. No, we own it now. They got to find something else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Love it. All right. Take care, Cyclone Nation. We'll check in yep. next week.